When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. I'm your host, Rob Fontenot. It is Saturday, January the 19th. One thing I'm going to try to do today is go the entire podcast with no breaks and no starting over. Uh, There's times where I'm recording a five-minute section of the podcast and it could take me an hour because I want it to be perfect but today it's just going to be me and you talking about the Astros. What do I have to talk about? There's really not much going on. Personal life, I'm just sitting here on my in my desk in the office. Uh the window in front of me faces the street. So I have nothing to do. I'm totally bored. All I can do is make podcasts to kill time and uh, sit here and wait for my Amazon packages to come in. That's pretty much all I have to do. I've already had my coffee. I was thinking about taking a walk because I'm actually gaining some weight and I'm getting fatter and fatter as the days go by because I'm not doing anything. Uh, But anyway, so I'm just here waiting for my packages. I'll probably go for a walk afterwards. But uh, really not a whole lot of material for a podcast because not a lot's going on. But uh, yesterday, uh, Grady had texted me something that got me thinking. And my mind was racing and thinking and thinking about different possibilities about what he said. And before you know it, I started thinking, hey, there's, there's uh, something to talk about in the podcast. So a couple of things I'm going to talk about is when you look at the roster and how it's made right now, if uh, the Astros do not pick up a DH, which I personally was hoping they would, they're going to have to, in my mind, they're going to have to decide between Tony Kemp and Tyler White who's going to be the DH just before any research I was leaning towards uh, Tyler White just based on the fact that he has power. So we're going to talk about them two a little bit. And then I'll go over uh, what Grady proposed. He said this is what I think the Astros should do. So we'll talk about that. Hopefully that adds some time. And then I saw some stuff on uh, Twitter. And you see this a lot because they're both fan favorites. There's a lot of fans are out there saying, why don't you just get it over with? Sign Marwin Gonzalez, sign Evan Gaddis. And uh, I'll tell you the reasons they're not going to do that and why they shouldn't do that. As much as I love those two guys, there is reasons why they're not going to do it. And 
for a lot of the reasons I do agree with it. So going back to my personal issues, as you all know, I had that brain tumor uh, on Thanksgiving. I mean, I guess I had it way before that because, you know, I was complaining about getting, it was just weird. I just, I never got headaches and I just started getting headaches when I would bend over. I was taking aspirins at work and I told my wife, I knew there's something wrong with me and there turns out to be. So anyway, that was uh, Thanksgiving and so I have my doctor's appointments here and nothing's getting done. I mean, he, they are seeing me, but it's a slow process because I didn't have my own doctors. Um, so I've had my MRI and that was a nightmare. And then uh, my appointment is January the 29th to see the doctor that is going to fix my eye. So right now I feel pretty good. Uh, me and the kids went downtown uh, while my kids were here visiting. And we walked from Market Square to the Alamo, which if you're not familiar with that, it's almost a mile. So we walked all the way there, did stuff, walked all the way back. So I'm getting back to normal. I'm getting my energy back. That's why I'm deciding I think I'll start walking before I get up to 300 pounds. But anyway, it's going to be two months since I had the surgery on Thanksgiving until I see the doctor that's supposed to fix my eye. And uh, I'm already, that, that'll be two months out of work. And if you do the kind of work that I do, uh, you do work shifts and you get overtime every day. And so I'm only getting 66% of my check with no overtime, which in reality, that relates to about a third. My checks are one third of what they normally are. My wife finally went back to work. So mostly out of boredom. Like you would think it would be awesome to be out of work, but if you can't do anything, it's really horrible. That's why uh, I might bombard you with uh, podcasts and try to make them as interesting as I can. But uh, so anyway, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep my promise of doing this podcast in one take. I'm not starting over. If I mess up, I mess up. Whatever, it's gonna happen. So anyway, the first thing I wanted to talk about was if the Astros are down to having to decide, and I know they're gonna, I don't know how much spring training makes someone, uh, makes the team select who they select to be on the team. I don't know if Tyler White and Tony Kemp are going into spring training battling out for the position or what they've done in the past is going to decide that. Uh, so anyway, I looked at the stats from last season. Uh, Tyler White ends the year with a 276 batting average and Tony Kemp with a 263. So pretty close there. Uh, Tony Kemp played in 97 games. I couldn't really get the stats of how many times he started, but Tyler White played in 66 games. And again, I don't know how many they started, but uh, I should have wrote at-bats, but I didn't, and I kind of regret doing that. But uh, Tony Kemp had 67 hits, Tyler White 58. Tyler White uh, has the advantage in power, 12 homers and 42 RBIs. Tony Kemp only 6 homers and 30 RBIs. Uh, 
Tyler White walked 24 times and Tony Kemp walked 32 times. So Tyler White's pretty good at getting walks, uh, 24 walks in 66 games. The on-base percentage, almost identical. Uh, 354 for White and 351 for Tony Kemp. The OPS, which is on-base percentage plus slugging, is 888 advantage for Tyler White to 743 for Kemp. So that's just the home runs making his slugging percentage go up. So the OPS is higher. Tony Kemp, nine stolen bases. Uh, Tyler White, zero. So you look at the numbers... And uh, so far, I mean, the the guy you want to be the DH, you don't want a guy slapping bunts to third base and getting on base. You want a guy to come in, hit fourth, and hit home runs and clear those bases. Are either one of these guys that person? I don't know, but Tyler White's closer to it. So we go to the playoffs, which Tyler White did very well and he started becoming popular. But he fell off in the playoffs. Three for 13, no home runs, no RBIs, a 231 batting average in the playoffs. And uh, I believe at the end he started getting benched. But he did have a 444 on base percentage, which means he did get a fair share of walks. It kind of looked like he was overwhelmed. And uh, he was just trying to get on base walking because he couldn't get on base by hitting the ball. No home runs, no RBIs, totally vanished in the playoffs. And that's the memory I have of uh, Tyler White, and that's why I'm down on him. Tony Kemp, he went four for 14. He had one home run and an RBI. Uh, 286 batting average in the playoffs and a 474 on base percentage. So Tony Kemp was getting on base almost half the time that he went up to the plate, and he scored three runs. So Tony Kemp, in my mind, outplayed him in the playoffs. On-base percentage, pretty close, though, because of the walks. Uh, But this is what all the Astro fans are going to remember. Post-All-Star break stats. Tyler White, 51 games. After the All-Star break, a 287 batting average, which was third on the team, 10 home runs, which was second on the team, and 39 RBIs, which is tied for first. These post-All-Star break numbers is what got uh, Evan Gaddis benched. Evan Gaddis, after almost being the player of the month in Major League Baseball for May, These numbers is what ended up being uh, Evan Gaddis' demise. And these numbers are why he is no longer an Astro. Tony Kent, he also played in 51 games. His average was 234, 50 points below, only three home runs and 13 RBIs. So post-All-Star break, Tyler White dominated Tony Kemp if it was a uh, competition. But anyway, that is why Tyler White was so good. If he could have produced like that in the playoffs, perhaps the Astros might have fared a little better. So then you could also have, okay, so Tyler 
White takes Tony Kemp in the DH battle. But why is there not a battle between Jake Marisnik and Tony Kemp for that last spot? I'm already telling you, Jake Marisnik is getting that spot and there's no fight. He is getting it. Tony Kemp, if he doesn't get that spot for Tyler Wright, he'll, he will be in AAA and that is a shame. Uh, Jake Marisnik, Last season, 211 batting average, 275 on base percentage. Horrible, horrible season for Jake Marisnik. Was that his... Man, I got to look that shit up now. Was that his... uh, Hope I don't give you the wrong wrong stats. But I wrote Jake Marisnik 211 batting average... Yeah, okay. I was making sure I didn't write down his playoff batting average. So, if Jake Marisnik has a 211 batting average with a 275 on base percentage, Tony Kemp has a 286 batting average or total for the year 263 with a 351 batting on base percentage, why would you want Jake Marisnik over Tony Kemp? And we're going to kind of get to that a little later as well. So, it should be a battle, Tony Kemp for Jake Marisnik, but it's not. Jake Marisnik, as horrible as a 211 batting average is, he has a role on the team, and it is important. I believe it is, and I know a lot of Astro fans and the coaches do. Uh, it's As bad as he is, he is important. So this is what sparked me to get this podcast going. Grady texts me and he said, why not just sign Marvin Gonzalez and get rid of Jake Marisnik? So speaking of Jake Marisnik, why not just get rid of him? So the Astros signed Diaz. So let's compare Diaz to Marvin Gonzalez. Uh, Marwin had about 70 more plate appearances, 489 to 422 Against Diaz, Marwin with a 247 batting average, and Diaz 263. So they're both hovering around 250. Diaz on the plus side. Diaz 18 homers, Marwin 16 homers, and then Marwin had more RBIs at 68 to 55, but he also uh, had 77 more at bats. So pretty close stats here for these two guys. On base percentage, Diaz 303 and Marwin 324. So what's the difference in these two guys? One difference is Marwin is loved by the Astros. He's loved by the Astro fans. But you want to know what the big difference is between these two? Marwin Gonzalez is going to cost, at the minimum, $12 million a year. And probably at the high point, $18 to $20 and Diaz makes about $500,000 a year. So you look at these productions. The big difference is Marwin is clutch. And no matter if he bats 230, 220, or 270, what what the fans know is that when you need a home run, like in the World Series, when you need a clutch hit to win a game, you know you can count on Marwin Gonzalez and you don't know if you can count on Diaz. It's a whole new animal, a whole different ballgame between the two. But you have to do what's right 
for your entire team. So let's say, so let's say this. If the Astros did sign Marwin and they sent Jake Marisnik to AAA, where does Marwin Gonzalez play? Is he still going to be a role player? If he is the if he does what he's done in the past, what is Diaz for? What is he going to do? You're going to have two of the same players sitting on the bench. So if you do sign him, you know, just get rid of Diaz. I mean, there's no it just doesn't make sense. But you sign Marwin, you get rid of Jake, send Jake Marisnik to AAA. I was going to say Triple H like wrestling, but you send him to Triple A. So let's go with what Grady said. So I'm saying, where does Marvin Gonzalez play? You got Brantley in left, Springer in center, and Josh Reddick in right field. So my response to Grady was, if you want to sign Marwin and you want to get rid of someone on our team, why not trade Josh Reddick? That would be a pretty fair... I mean, I think Reddick is a way better outfielder than Marwin Gonzalez. If you remember that uh, blue pit, uh, they hit into left field, and it seemed like he kind of gave up on it, and it looked like he could have caught it. I think uh, Springer or Reddick would have laid out for it, so that was bad. So, I mean, if you're going to sign Marwin, you'd have to get rid of Josh Reddick, and Marwin would have to be a starter in the outfield. I don't know if Brantley can play right field. I guess you could do that. But, I mean, if you do this, if you sign Marwin, get rid of Jake, you have to get rid of Josh Reddick, in my opinion, and they're not going to do it. There's not a whole lot of drop-off. Josh Reddick, Marwin Gonzalez is a role player. Josh Reddick is not a role player. He is a full-time, 160-game a year, maybe 150-something, starting outfielder. He's just not a role player. Marwin Gonzalez is. Could Marwin Gonzalez start for someone else in left field every game? Yes, but he's too valuable. He's too valuable as a uh, utility player. So if they did get rid of Jake, you would lose the Cupid shuffle, which is good. I mean, you get the lead, you put the closer in, you put that dude in the outfield. Jake Marisnik can cover some ground. He makes some awesome plays. Like I said the other day, in a podcast, they showed uh, like the top 100 catches of the year. And as little as Jake Marisnik plays, he was on there three times. The guy makes some awesome plays. So like I said, you'd have to put Marwin in right, Brantley in left. Uh, uh, like if you did have Marwin, you could put him in the outfield. Brantley could DH. So you could, you would have a better team. I'm not going to say that. There's no way if you had Marvin Gonzalez instead of Jake. There's no doubt. No doubt in my mind or anyone's mind in this whole planet that Marvin Gonzalez is not better than Jake Marisnik. Everyone knows he's better. There's no doubt in my mind or anyone's. But Marvin Gonzalez is a utility player. They both have their own roles. Jake has a role. As horrible as he is, it it is important to the Astros. So it's just 
he there's nowhere for him to start unless we get rid of Reddick. They already signed Brantley. They have Diaz. They have to get rid of Diaz or Reddick. That's the two things that would have to happen, and that is an eighteen million dollar decision right there. And as you all know, the Astros do need another starting pitcher, and that would free up. You you have the team set up the way it is with Diaz, or you and you could get another pitcher instead of signing Marwin for eighteen million. Go get a pitcher. Go get Robbie Ray. Go get go get somebody. Spend that money somewhere else getting a starting pitcher. So if you did sign Marwin, if you did keep Marwin and get rid of Jake, another option Marwin could DH. But then you'd get rid of Tyler White, which I'm okay with that. But Marvin Gonzalez is a DH. I mean, there's just a lot of possibilities. And the truth is, in my mind, the Astros would be better with Marvin Gonzalez than Jake Marisnik or Tyler White. But it's not going to happen. Baseball's a business. You have to build a team a certain way. And I think the Astros have a good enough starting Nine. I think they need another catcher, but they, as far as the outfield and the infield, they are good enough. I mean, they have a solid team, and he just doesn't fit in with what they're doing. So another thing, they wanted, you know, they're like, why don't they just sign Gaddis? So like I said before, Tyler White outplayed Gaddis last season. That's why Gaddis isn't coming back, uh, and Tyler White's cheaper. I know Evan Gaddis is truly loved by all the fans, including myself. I love Evan Gaddis. I don't want Evan Gaddis to leave, but there's nowhere for him. So let's say, let's say you sign Gaddis. You have to get rid of Tyler White. You'll have Stassi, Diaz, and Gaddis on. I don't know. Let's say, who would, who would even be gone if Gaddis was here? You'd have to get rid of Tyler White. So Gaddis would be the DH. Uh, Marisnik, Stassi, and Diaz would be on the bench. But if you did, like the guy asked, sign Gaddis and Marwin, that would mean Gaddis would be the DH. Marwin, Stassi, and Diaz would be on the bench. If Marwin was the DH, you'd have Stassi, Gaddis and Diaz on the bench, and you got Stassi and Gaddis on the bench. No flexibility at all. Uh, I don't know if if Tyler White is the DH, you would have Jake Marisnik on the bench, Diaz on the bench, and Stassi on the bench. So you'd have Marisnik and Diaz on the bench if you had Tyler White at DH instead of Gaddis, and it makes more sense. You you have a way more flexible bench. And that's kind of what I'm getting at. I kind of got lost with my notes here. But this is with uh, Gaddis and Marwin. So you'd have to get rid of Tyler White and Jake. So if you did have those two, let's say Gaddis was DHing, you'd have Marwin, Stassi, and Diaz on the bench. You would have some flexibility there. But if Marwin was playing and Gaddis was on the bench, you'd have Stassi, Gaddis, and Diaz. No flexibility at all there. And you go the way the team's set up now with Tyler White. You'd have Jake there for the Cupid Shuffle and Diaz to come in and pinch hit and do whatever he needs to do. 
And uh, I think it, it seems like Diaz is just going to be there to uh, give people days off. So anyway, I can't believe the podcast ran this long. I hope you're not bored to death. It was a one-taker. I never started over. Uh, once again, I did make that Twitter for the podcast only, which is only going to have baseball stuff on it. It is Astros Podcast. At Astros Podcast. Uh, if you wanted to uh, be a part of the show and send a voice message in, you can download the Anchor app. It's free. It's easy. Um, if you have the app, you can actually be on the show with me if that's something you wanted to do. Or you could send me a message. So it's the Anchor app. A-N-C-H-O-R. It's free. Just get it. It's easy. Uh, you could send me a message. Only less, I think it's 59 seconds. Or you could be on the show. Uh, if you wanted to uh, make a voice memo on your iPhone, which could be unlimited time, that's what uh, James does when he sends in his uh, free agent beat. Uh, he emails it to me, actually. But iPhone, make a voice memo as long as you want, and you can send it in to me, text it to me at 210-919-1695. And again, subscribe to this podcast. Most people listen to it on Apple Podcasts, so you know, go ahead and subscribe. It's a little button up at the top and you will get a little alert on your phone when I make a new one. And again, if you have the spare time, scroll down and give me a rating. Everyone that's done it, I do appreciate it. So thanks for listening and we'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. Thanks a lot. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.